Packages by Expedia. You were made to be rechargeable. We were made to package flights, hotels, and hammocks for less. Expedia. Made to travel. This is the brighter side, a very special edition. Ahmed Larson, absent Amber Nelson, absent Cena John, mm. but joining me in their stead is the two of them put together, and that's what we're talking about today. Mm. Big Ben Kissel. The crowd goes wild. Get off the stage. Get off the mic. You're too I big. hate you. Yeah. Monster freak. Well, You've been... nice <laughs> to... on fire. Nice to be home. Fire. Nice to be home. I feel very comfortable. Thank you so much for having me, Eddie. And with us, as always, is Miss Mary Kelly. How you doing, Mary? I am great. How are you? Pretty good. And we're, uh, we're, we're talking about something very near and dear to my heart, and that is goddamn being big. Well, and indeed your heart is enlarged, oh, my so it all Lord. makes sense. It's the size of a pumpkin. Isn't that? That's actually... Just as many holes too that's not so bad <laughs> the heart is the only thing people get upset about if it's too big yeah everyone yeah, wants yeah. big 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 except for when it comes to your heart doctors are like you're gonna die but emotionally it's supposed to have a big heart but you know it just true that the kind die fast indeed the grinch was doing much much better when he was bitter and hated christmas man so many old people hate the world and that's why they're still alive ben i agree okay being big mm-hmm. right off the bat you like it, you don't like it. You mad about it, you happy about it? Well, I'll tell you one thing, Eddie. Uh, honestly, it, it, the thing about it, it's out of your control. So yeah. you're, you're just growing up, and you're normal one day. Uh, when I was in eighth grade, there was So you about- were normal at one point. See, one I was day. never normal. I was, well, from the moment I was born- Gigantic, and well, I'm actually smaller in comparison now. You're, you're the you were the biggest baby in Florida. Fucking a right. I had the biggest <laughs> shoulders in Fargo, North Dakota history. And if you know anything about Fargo, North Dakota, all most, shoulders, all shoulders, no all neck. Shoulders. Yeah, uh, the people are huge. So the fact that I had the biggest shoulders that the doctor had ever seen. By the way, my mother, uh, no drugs. Completely no sober during the childbirth. And she I actually no- had your shoulders enlarged in the womb so it hurt more when they ripped you out of her. I guess she was. she's kind of a sadist, I suppose, to some degree. And you're the youngest. I am the youngest. No more after you. No, definitely not. And Absolutely your brothers not. are also massive. Six foot 11 is my oldest brother. That is and, so uh, big. Seven foot three in heels. He likes to wear those. And mm-hmm. my middle brother, the shrimp of the family, the tiniest one, six foot four. Woo. And you're six seven. Six seven. So around seventh, eighth grade, there was about 10 of us kids, uh, some some gals as well. We were all roughly the same height, five eight, five nine. Mm-hmm. And uh, the whole Kissel. Your, I never met your parents. Are they gigantic? My too? dad is six foot. Six, but he has got rheumatoid arthritis, so now he's about the size of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Okay. And uh, my mother is still a, a strong 5'7". Okay. But not the biggest person on earth, that's for sure. That's, you and 5'7's not no slouch. No, I mean, not... Your father's the, a slouch. Well, now he is, yeah. <laughs> but thank God he's in Florida and the weather is keeping him alive as opposed to the disgusting Wisconsin winters that were killing him slowly. Oh. So anyway, your family, they're all bigs. So we're bigs, we're a big bunch. We actually look totally normal. If you take a picture of us all together, you wouldn't think that we were, uh, you know, capable of destroying a small city in Tokyo <laughs> uh, or a small as as city in Japan. A, yeah, as long as you don't keep a door in the foreground. Absolutely. 
Uh, we won't even get into that, Eddie. It's a different episode. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, you're in seventh, eighth grade. You're 10, 11 years old. And, you know, you had some parody uh, amongst people of height. And for me, it was the eighth grade year going into ninth grade. I went to a, to be a freshman at Pacelli High School within that summer. No exaggeration. I grew about five inches. Oh, you were one of those. And uh, Yeah, it was just overnight. I mean, I was always tall. Mm-hmm. I was always tall. But I wasn't tall, 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 tall. It yeah. was like, okay, maybe he could be 6'1", 6'2". So, but the strange thing is, I didn't want that at all. Like, if you, uh, like all children, um, you just want to be normal. You want to be one of, uh, you want to be a, you one of the collective, mm-hmm. and you don't want to stand out for any given reason. Specifically, me, I was diagnosed with social anxiety disorder. I mean, I was extremely nervous around people. And next thing you know, you are the size of Gary Busey. You know, you're just massive. Is he big? He's about. He's he's a tall guy. I didn't Gary, know that. Yeah, the old Buse, yeah, Vince Vaughn, Gary Busey, two of the taller fellas in Hollywood. Really? I didn't know Vince Vaughn was. I didn't know Gary Busey Gary was. Gary Busey such a, is six foot. But the set, well, six for foot Hollywood, zero. For for Hollywood, he's he's a oh. giant. They're not. They're they're in a very exclusive club. They don't like height. They don't like height in Hollywood. They're they're heightest to say the least. And uh, so it was really difficult. I'm not going to lie. It was it was quite an awful experience. You get picked on because you're big. I know I did. Yeah. Until, get- until until you like you show everyone they can't pick on you anymore. Yeah, I don't know if I ever did that. You know, yeah. I'm not sure if I really succeeded in telling people not to pick on me until I was much older in life because I loved comedy and mm-hmm. uh, that's all I ever wanted to do. So at the end of the day, you just try to find a way to make people laugh around you. And yeah. when you're at, at this time now, midway through my uh, freshman year of high school, then I became six foot seven. I was bald. I looked like, um, uh, you know, Blaster from Master Blaster. I had the mind of a child, 13 years old. And I can't bald? say I was specifically uh, like mature. Like bald or Clippers bald? bald. Wow. Yeah, my parents used to just shave my head bald because they wanted kids to think I was Jason Voorhees, and uh, <laughs> they wanted me to, with any luck, they they drown me in my in the river, and I wouldn't have to come home that night and eat all the family's food out of the fridge. So it was a nightmare, and uh, you, I got picked on uh, maliciously and violently by a bunch of people who now, according to Facebook, are total failures. And um, but it was <laughs> it was it was really. And if you're a failure, according to Facebook, let's face it. And that's the best. They're, that's the best. That's your that best putting face. forward. That's yeah. Your best face forward on there yeah absolutely i mean really awful people and because both of my older brothers are gay uh my middle brother he went uh to model in milan italy when he was a junior in high school God damn. and my oldest brother had I been bet gone he had off. the fucking best time well he had to escape the 16 mob. gay in milan yeah i mean did. that's a great time something happened where it was a midnight <laughs> trip home and he said he got but he was in some good stuff he did i think he did some kelvin klein ads and he was making a living off That's, of it, uh, which man. is extremely impressive. You've done some modeling yourself. Kmart big and tall, although they didn't release the pictures, I don't think. But they paid me, and it was that's probably all that just your legs. And the Maybe. rest of you didn't make it into the catalog because the catalogs, you know, can only be a certain. Size. Well, they didn't re-audition me ever. I auditioned about six months before I got this job. This mm-hmm. is, you know, fast forwarding to nowadays, so I really don't care about uh, you know being criticized for my size it's just is what it is mm-hmm. but uh, I did an audition a few months back a month back and uh, I think I looked better and then they called me and they just gave me this one job and I don't think I looked uh, quite as fit I don't think I was specifically fit uh, back then anyway but anyway long story short I don't think my ads have gone up in any Kmart's across the entire country unless you see one in which case please tweet it at me I would love to see it so um, my older brothers were both gone and, uh, you know, this was a Catholic school in a small town in Wisconsin, Stevens Point, Wisconsin. So I got just harassed. I mean, it was 
really some of the worst bullying uh, that you could imagine. You know, we did a thing called a dime drill. It was. And how old are you at this point? I'm 12 and a half, 13 years That's old. That's prime bully time. Prime bully That's time. That's prime, because everyone, all kids are fucked up then. Even I was kind of a bully then, because you were either a bully well, or you, like, kept to yourself. And you I'm know? not going to say that I didn't bully some people. I'm sure that I did get my anger and aggression out because my family life was, a, you know, it was an interesting time there as well. Yeah. We just started doing foster care and having some people come into the house that were going through some really traumatic situations of their own and uh so yeah i mean i was bullied um you know physically and emotionally and mentally and it was really tough to deal with because you are large so naturally you're going to be uh well you're a target you're, not gonna be, you're a target because you're you're people be... want to make a name for themselves they yes. want to they want to take down the biggest guy in the room right and, and that's and, what you were and that's what i was and so mm-hmm. i actually found myself in a lot of fights having to defend myself a lot as a kid just because people wanted to like be tough themselves well see i didn't uh well and of course then when you're also the big one uh you know you're not given nearly as much sympathy when when uh, more aggressive actions are taken against you oh man and um, then people th- also my teachers thought i was stupid well yeah teachers will think that but just because you you're a big person or really you play football or you do some kind of sport you know a lot of it's a it's a stereotype i'm not sure if the teachers thought i was stupid they thought i was terrible to have in the classroom <laughs> um, but I'm not sure if it was they. Maybe they thought I was. They stupid. might have been right about that. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean they were Catholic school teachers. You know, I mean I was I also be Catholic with, school. Yeah, they were. They were. You know, doing some pretty at- atrocious teaching of I their own right. First grade. Uh, I was. I was on the bus. It was right after first grade. I was. It was my first year in uh, summer camp, and I was on the bus and with a bunch of kids I didn't know because I went to a school the next net next town over, and so I'm in a different summer camp than anyone else I know and. First day, I'm on the bus. Some kid who's two years older than me walks up to me, called me fat, punched me in the face. I'm eight years old. I have this memory in my well, and so I, I didn't know I understand what, the joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. Funny, exactly, but. exactly. I didn't realize, you know, like what was going on. And yeah. then, you know, my grandfather, I told him about it like later in the day. And he was he explained to me like it's because I'm big and he was big and it's like mm-hmm. that's what happens you get picked on and he's like he's like tomorrow what I want you to do is I want you to walk up to that kid and just beat the shit out of him yeah <laughs> and I did and the rest of summer camp was great oh see you handled you know, these like- things better than I did you know I wasn't quite as aggressive physically as you were that was a good move yeah I don't even think I've ever told the true extent of the bullying it was so disgusting and awful it was depraved activity I mean Woo. really a physical uh, How many kids were there? Well, there had to be around 15 or 20. They oh would just surround Lord. me. And uh, then they would, yeah, we did this thing in a dime drill involved a toilet and a dime. I mean, obviously, you can imagine what that was all about. Are you the only one um, who did it? Well, I think so. Maybe my little friend Jared was also uh, was also b- uh, bullied quite a bit. Why did you go keep hanging out with these guys? I didn't hang out with them. It was it's oh, high this school. Is at school. This is high school. This yeah, it's a prison. The and walls? this is pre-Columbine. There were no security guards anywhere. I mean, I like that there were no security guards anywhere because I certainly was able to get away with quite a bit of um, uh, you know shenanigans myself. Nothing of the physical nature that was done to me. But yeah, uh, yeah it, w- it was really atrocious. And not a lot of people understand that when you are bigger, like you were just talking about you are a target and at the end of the day it relies on a personality type some people are more um fit for being large i know you're immediately denounced as a failure if you don't want to be a, a participant in athletics i never really yeah. liked athletics i liked to wrestle in my senior year i was you very were great good at that. i was good there i was 38 and 8 third um, in state got third in state division like four or something you know Come so not, on. not the best but uh, but that was really fun. Yeah, you were great. You're yeah, so big. I did well there. You crushed them. But uh, if but if you don't like to play sports and you're big, 
I know. Uh, it sucks. really is. A, it's a pain I, in the luck, ass. Lucky for me, I enjoyed sports. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I didn't like I, to sweat, and the coaches were screaming uh, constantly. I used so to get in fights with my coaches. I ended up not playing my junior and senior year of high school just because I couldn't stand the coaches. Well, that's why I decided to wrestle as opposed to play basketball. The coaches were such chodes. I mean, true douchebags. I said, forget it. I'm going to the mats, and uh, and I did find <laughs> some success there. But um, if you don't want to play sports. And you are large. Uh, immediately, you're labeled a failure. You're just like, yeah. oh, if, and then of course, you know, I had one uh, one of my peers growing up. He was like, you know, he would just constantly berate me because he had a bad back, and all he wanted to do was be a professional running back or something like that. And I'm like, dude, it's not happening. You're Polish. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not. No, there's other than Ripkowski, who is a Packer right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot of Polish running backs, as far as I, uh, not as far po- as I know. It's not popular. Maybe not some, popular. maybe some fullbacks. And you have, you have to be a hoss, right? They're good if they're busting heads. Yeah, they could be. Yeah, a good Polish. Uh, Polish yeah, kids are known for putting a pot on their head and hitting it with a spoon. Absolutely, that's what they do. Well, I mean, that's how you make good music. You know, that's not <laughs> a bad. That's not a bad way to do it. So you constantly get berated with like, you. If I was your size, I'd be doing this, this, and this, and this, and this. I'm like. Probably not, dude, because you'd have growth spurs. You'd have growing pains. Your entire life is nothing but, um, you know, you, you're you're breaking as the as the road s- breaks uh, when it when it thaws and yeah. freezes on a on an annual basis in Wisconsin. Your body does the exact same thing. It hurts and it is it's just not fun or comfortable. It was a lot of different. I knew a kid like you uh, that I played football with. His name was Josh Mavica, and Mavica grew a foot. Over one course of the summer, I would maybe a little less, maybe like eight inches, but it was an obscene amount. He's as tall as you are, as big as you are, and I remember I used to always work out with him. He's my workout, my workout yeah. buddy, and he would always be like, "Am I doing good, Eddie? Am I doing good?" And, you know, I was like, "Yeah, you're doing good. Just keep doing that, whatever." You know, I never sure. took I never took him seriously. Five months go by, and the kid turns out to be the biggest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Ends up getting scholarships and shit. And just well, like, he did it right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I never I just did not enjoy um I just wanted to do theater and th- uh, and things like that. And then of course you move out to New York City. Where I moved here when I was 25 or maybe 26. Did and you, you realize theater? that actors I did theater. I was a theater major in college after yeah. I graduated high school, obviously. How about in high school? I did I did three plays or two plays in high school. What'd you do? I never knew this about you. I did Babes in Arms and uh, Babes in Arms. Yeah, it's called Babes in Arms. I don't know. It was put on by some some jerk off uh what was his name? Sensenbrenner or something like that. But uh, he ended up. There was a whole. There was a big uh, confusion there. The main tech guy. He was changing all the sound cues while we were doing the play. He just changed them up after we had rehearsed for all these months. Why? I don't know. He thought it'd be fun. So then he got yelled at. Oh, okay. It was a big deal. Yeah, I did that play, and there was one other one, maybe when I was a sophomore. My or big something. one was Guys and Dolls. I was yeah. Lieutenant Brannigan. I was the cop. What's the deal with these uh, high school babes and babes in arms and guys and dolls? Well, What's guys that? and dolls is a good play. I never even heard of babes in arms. I didn't. Apparently, I mean, I... it's very famous. It, yeah. Uh, a lot of the songs in it became pop standards, including "My Funny Valentine" and "The Ladies." Oh, my funny Valentine! Yeah. That is a song that sounds like you're drunk when you sing. It. I had a breakout <laughs> role in that play. I absolutely crushed it because my boy uh, broke his leg during crossing uh, cross country, and I, I got the role. Broke your leg during he broke cross his leg. country? Not he, him. No, well, he yeah, broke him. his. He broke his own leg. How so do like, you do that? I think you just run, and then you hit a rock or something. And That's then... you're just running. Yeah, you know he's he's not with Broke us any your... longer, so we have to be very respectful here. Do we? Um, yeah, I think so. He how did he die? We don't want to talk about. All right, all right. Uh, but he was another tall guy, good guy. Oh, all right. Um, I, th- we're both going for the same role, I guess. But yeah, yeah so I wanted to do theater, and uh, and then I went to I went to uh, the university. 
of uh, a university that didn't even really have a theater program. And I just found out very quickly, being six foot seven is not necessarily... It's good for uh, the stage. It's, well, kind of you if you want to be like stand up. You can be like an ant, you know, like a Lord of the Rings play. <laughs> a, a tree? <laughs> yeah. That was the other thing. Frankenstein's monster. That's yeah. pretty much it. And I was, that was my first role I was ever cast at for the shoestring players when I was six years old. You know, again, I was always tall. I was a tree. Yeah. Uh, me and my grandmother. And he'd I mean, be a good Tin Man for like a Wizard of Oz production. I think Tin Man, well, maybe. Or like the Wiz. Maybe the Wiz. Yeah, I could but, see yeah. you in the Wiz. But it is, uh, you know, it's it's interesting. Cheese Wiz. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I got it. It's interesting, you know. But anyway, and there's a tall tax, but we don't have to get into all that. Is there? Yeah, it's just more tax? expensive to be tall. Oh, yeah, because of the fucking the shirts and shit. Shirts, uh, they Cause oftentimes Because no, you can't to... get a normal extra large shirt because it just comes up halfway to your belly button. You can't do it, um, but I did always enjoy my uh, my little friend. My best friend was was about five foot five, so we always had a nice time. Going back to the beginning of this episode, being big, do you like it? Yes or no? Well, I just don't even know. I, it, it it is. What you it didn't is. say much positive stuff just then. I will say. Well, I mean, there are some positive things. You do get to walk uh, safely home at night for the most part. <laughs> Sleep on the subway uh, whenever you like. You probably No one will ever fuck with you. Police will be a little bit more hostile to you just up top, you know, until yeah, they find sure, out. Yeah, make sure until they realize you're not going to, like, you know, try yeah. and brain them. Do anything aggressive, yes. Do you punch down, like, like with a fit, like, you close a fist and then, like, you punch down? I've always wanted to do it. I've never, I don't think I've ever physically <laughs> hit anybody. All right. You don't have to answer the question. Just no, I mean, yet. but being being big, it's, it's just it's it's tough because it is what it is. I don't know any other existence, and now as I become older, I'm 35 years old now. I don't hate it as much as I used to because it does sort of um, give people the illusion that you are uh, that you that you could hold a, p- a powerful position in life one day. Absolutely. Oh, all right. So we're gonna go to Steve. We'll hold oh off on the yes or no answer. All right. And uh, we're going to see what Skulk the Hulking has to say about being big. We'll pause for one second here. What's up, man? Hell yes. Uh, so are, you in a, are you in a place where you can talk? I'm in, a, I'm in a conference room here at work. Nice, nice. You got you got 10 minutes for us? Oh, I got 10 minutes for you. Hell yes. Ben's here, too. Ben, say hi. What's up, Steve? What's up, Benny boy? And, Nothing, dude. And Mary Kelly's here. Hi, Steve. How's it going, Mary? Good. How are you today? All right. Hell yeah! So as you know, we were to, uh, we were talking about being big, and oh, yeah. and uh, I wanted to I wanted to make sure we I, I didn't want to talk about being big without talking to Skulk the Hulk. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, uh, and so we 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 just went into Ben's history of being big. He's not sure if he likes it or not. So and, and so we're, sell me on it. We're going we're going we're trying to figure out what's going on. I'm on the fence myself, and I'll tell you what, pretty big fence. All right, so <laughs> he's on a bending fence. He's on a bending fence himself. Yeah. yeah. So, so Steve, yeah. your history—you were big your whole life, correct? My entire life. You're... I was born actually a month premature. Really? And I was born a month premature, and I was seven seven and a half pounds when I was born. So Ooh. I was a normal baby weight, but I was a month month premature. premature. So what was like? What was premature about you? Was it like your? Uh, well, actually, like the apparently the eighth month is a very dangerous month to be born mm-hmm. uh, because you you're in the middle of uh, developing. Finish cooking. Some, yeah, you're still cooking. Exactly. You know. So when I came out, apparently I was all green and like covered in cheese. 
Man, <laughs> I could have guessed that. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it looked like fucking this moss hanging off you and shit. Like you yeah, still wake yeah. up like that every morning. <laughs> yeah. Good lord. Yeah. So apparently it wasn't it wasn't a pretty sight for those first couple of weeks after I was born. I was in like an incubator. My mom could only touch me. Me through, too. Like through glass. Yeah. For, oh, for, really? Yeah. For uh, for a couple of days, I was in a I was in a giant incubator as well. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice. good. Good. So as a as a kid, did you find that me and Ben were talking and we were thinking that maybe that we were kind of picked on a little more just because we were big and people use you as a target to kind of like move along the social ladder? Oh, did for you... sure, for sure. I mean, especially because I was like I was definitely like a nerdy nicer kid yeah. you know so it was very easy to pick on me you know so uh, there was a lot of times like even i was in like third grade and i went to school in a new kids on the block shirt which was a terrible idea yeah That's a good shirt, graders beat me up oh know? they beat so. you up because you had a shirt on yeah new kids know. though new kids on the block i mean it was fair they, i deserved it talk about yeah. hanging tough <laughs> I was not hanging tough. <laughs> I don't understand that, man. That's a, that's a cool shirt. New Kids was awesome. I like hey, the man, New Kids. I, I had, thought it was pretty sweet, man. I taped the uh, the pay per view. Yeah, that was, <laughs> I would always get. Yes. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a tough. Uh, it was definitely tough until I feel like. When did you start using it to your advantage? I feel like in high school was one of the first times I realized some kid was walking along side of me and he was just like yelling at me in my ear for no reason just mm-hmm. being annoying and i saw like someone down the hall was opening their locker and i was like i'm much bigger than this guy i could just push him you know and guide him his head into that open locker door and i did that and he didn't bother me for the rest of the time and i was like oh man <laughs> when I'm bigger than people, like you really only got to do them. it once in front of everybody. Yeah, that's kind it's of how true. it is. Ben never did. Ben, Ben was a softy. Well, I mean, I, yeah. I think I was probably mean to some people. I'm sure there are individuals that I don't remember harassing and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I mean, Lord yeah. knows we like, all did. You, you more harass your friends, Ben. Yeah, that's true. I've always had very uh, <laughs> vulgar relationships with friends. Yes. Now, yes. how about now? Do you feel like uh, you're treated differently on the subway, you know, at work even? Uh, oh, Steve? for sure. I actually... We I also appreciate... have a giant handlebar mustache, too. So you are just yeah. like a... And you call yourself Skulk the Hulking, so you have a very imposing identity. It's true. I was actually just talking to Nikki about this, my wife, you know. Uh, I, I, I think it's kind of funny. I sometimes am lulled into a falser sense of security because I'm big, a lot of people just kind of ignore me and won't try to mess with me, you know? Absolutely. So I'm worried that there's going to come I'll get the next point. guy. You see Steve walking by. You're like, oh, I'll rob, yeah. you yeah. know, some dude in four minutes. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I'm worried one day, like, I'm going to think I'm all right because sometimes I'll use it where, like, if I see someone fucking with someone or something, you know, I kind of, you know position myself to help the other person get out of it you know but one yeah. day i know that's gonna backfire on me oh yeah when there's like yeah. 20 of them yeah you know i'm gonna say the wrong thing at some time and i'm gonna think my size has me covered and then 
That happened to a buddy of mine at uh, BW3s. He was our he was our uh, our bouncer, and he was triple the size of me. Guy must have been like three forty. Oh, wow. You know, he was so big and just oh, and jacked too. He's fat, but he was jacked. You know? Strong, yeah, fat. yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, one day a bunch of fucking gangster kids took pool cues to him and. They took him no down real shit. fast. You know? Oh, yeah. God damn. You know, it's crazy. I mean, I will say the first time I moved to New York, I had a very funny experience. It was within like two weeks. I was standing there waiting at a bus stop. Mm-hmm. And this older guy, he had to be about, you know, late 70s, early 80s, very frail, tiny. You know, he comes up to me and he's going to wait at the same bus stop as me. And he looks at me and he pulls out like a butterfly knife what and he and he looks at he looks me in the eyes and he goes are you scared and he was so tiny i really wasn't it was, <laughs> i was shocked i was shocked at how unafraid i actually was at that well don't gut you man you uh, gotta be careful dude yeah i know but for so he was just so tiny it really like how I big was, was like, the knife he tried to yeah i mean it was like in between like pocket knife and butterfly knife you know it was, right. it was, you know, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. it looked like a, like Little belly popper camping. Yeah. Yeah. Two inches. But so, and, but I just could tell he needed a win. So I was like, yeah, man, sure. And he goes, good. Old people can be scary too. And he put the knife away. But they can be. waited there. You're like, I'm just I'm not trying to be scary. <laughs> <laughs> That's so powerful. That's a powerful message though, man. Old people can be I, scary too. I know. And then I got on the bus with him, and he proceeded to have a normal conversation with the person sitting next to him. God. It's like, what did I do? He probably, you probably looked like a biker that beat his mother. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I'm sure he was terrified of me, and it was just like preemptive, you know? Yeah, just so, letting you know he was strapped. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like now I don't, I don't necessarily hate being a big guy. Definitely for health concerns, you know. I'm oh, always, I mean, yeah. We're, we're yeah, quicker no. to die. No such thing as an old giant. <laughs> exactly. You don't see old fat people, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, you see old fat people. I mean, my Uncle Albie's still kicking. He's 90. You know? Yeah, I, damn. Yeah, he, he hasn't gotten out of a bed in 10 years, God bless him. Well, that's why he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's very impre- I can't believe he's still alive at 90 years old. Like, you, t- nothing. The man does nothing. Well, we haven't yeah. confirmed he's still alive. I don't know that I've... I was saw him last week. I don't know if I've ever seen him stand upright. <laughs> Good guy. <laughs> Take it easy. You'll live forever. I will say, though, too, thinking about it, I'm sure it's a lot easier for us as guys. Being bigger as a woman is a much different situation. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely... Whenever I see a bigger woman, I think, man, that is rough. I don't know how I deal with that. With the guy, you could get away with being the goofball, you yeah. know. Yeah, I, I can see that, but you know, there is it is a it is a normal uh, it is a normal way of living too. Uh, uh, Mary, if you if you don't mind me asking, uh, you know, uh, you're no slouch yourself. I'm sure you've been uh, ridiculed at, at times. You find it as hard being a a bigger lady. 
I mean, and, um, not as an adult, really. Not as an adult, no. but as a kid, you probably dealt with. That's, uh, yeah, but girls are different than boys. We've all been talking about it. Kids, yeah. Girls are way different with how they. I feel like girls made fun of me more for being poor. Than the way I <laughs> <laughs> so it was never. Well, I got that too. I understand. But um, yeah, I I was in varsity crew when I was in high school, which um is makes you pretty muscular. So that was more yeah. of a thing mm. when I was in, oh, you know. So I feel like you can be, I don't know, definitely different as a woman. But as an adult, it doesn't. I think that people reflect on men being bigger than women as adults than the other way around. Yeah. Did, were you expected to play sports and stuff like that? No. Were they like, you know, my friend Bone Dog. Uh, we, Bone I remember, Dog. I remember uh, they made they made her play rugby. God name, huh? Yeah, yeah. That we. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Daniels, great rugby star. Oh man, you know what? It's a great thing, you know, because big people, the you get different, you get better at certain sports, you know, like like how Vince Wilfork is considered a a great athlete, you know, yeah, defensive oh, yeah, lineman, yeah. and he's a yeah. defensive <laughs> lineman, you know. But you no, know, it's a great, you know, a roller derby, you know, like roller derby is a great. Well, I don't sport. know how lucrative uh, roller derby is. Though. It's not. It's not well paid. It's not well paid. Yeah. But you know, it, it is definitely. Vince Wilfork's a multimillionaire, I think. Yes. Oh yeah. No, he's got a great life. But yeah. you know, I couldn't imagine his. Ankles would crumble on states. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I think it's extremely difficult being a taller woman, uh, specifically when it comes to that, uh, when it comes to height. Extremely difficult. And uh, and there isn't enough, um, there isn't enough uh, representation of tall, bigger women in media or in television or in Hollywood. Yeah. They need to be represented much, much more than they currently are. The idea of feminism mm-hmm. uh, in this country when it comes to what is feminine and what is not is totally um, out of whack regarding tall women and women who are a little bit, uh, you know, a, a little bit out of the mainstream when it comes to their size. My lady's massive. You know, well, she, I don't think you, she's going to like you saying that. I love her to death. She's beautiful. Very tall. Yeah, she's very tall. You Statuesque. know, yeah, she's six one. You know, that's a that's a that's a big lady. I love it. I think it's. Oh yeah, I, think it's I didn't realize she was six one. Yeah, she's huge. That's, that's tall. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. Nikki's big too, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Nikki's I think five ten, five eleven. She, I would not want to get punched in the nose by Nikki. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I think it'd be a hate crime, Eddie. When, when you convert in June, that's a hate crime. Now, Steve, I want you to tell us something. Uh, ben, feel free to jump in here. When's the time when you were able to use like your height or your uh, your size just as like a you know, so, you know, to work for you. What's the, you know, something where you're able to, like, you know, maybe some people don't realize there's a little tip for someone who's big um, and sad. Let's see. I mean, I definitely, you know, it's funny. It's, I guess I work in a stupid office job, which I'm here not doing mm-hmm. as I talk to you. Uh, and, uh, and what do you do uh, there? You like, you like fix all the desks and shit? And yeah, it's my, it's carry my the job furniture, to like start the fires. Into it does giant work and make sure they have conference room space and if there's an make sure execution, people are sitting where they're supposed yeah. to. Yeah, well, that's the you sad know? thing. We don't get to execute anymore like that. It's all done by little people now with needles. I would say both of you definitely have the body of an executioner. I would have been the best executioner in the Middle Ages. It would have been phenomenal. Yeah. People would have committed yeah. crimes just so I could cut their head off. It, I would have been so good at it. It's ridiculous. But we just don't do I it mean, like that. Ben, anymore. I could totally see you as an executioner. Oh, I haven't done time. 
Some of them walk them down the aisle, you know, pretend like you're getting married, you know, like just have a nice <laughs> See, conversation. It's not, like, it's not like today. It's or you know, it's not even like in the 1800s or the hanging. It's, no, we, no, we're talking about swinging the axe. Swinging the axe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All those yeah. jobs. Yeah, 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 I got yeah. told I look just like my great aunt Molly, and she owned a um, male owning only boarding house that was <laughs> all captains and seamen. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> she just had to. Be- <laughs> Man, I bet she and was a- tough as. Fuck. My dad met yeah, her once, but... and he's like, "All I remember, she was a, God bless her soul, tough old bitch." <laughs> she was a, she was a yeller. She was a yeller. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is an intense uh, job. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> All right. So, Steve, when do you use your size for your for your uh, benefit? At work? So, I feel like I use it the most when, actually, a lot of times here, there's people at my job who who are partners and such and Mm -hmm. they think they're much more important than me and they think they deserve something special so a lot of times i'll go to physically see them and usually when they see my size and i'll kind of open the door a little harder than i need to so that it slightly hits the wall hard you know (laughs) They, they back down so quickly and just do whatever the hell I tell them to do. It is pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just want to, like, if you can, you can almost smell it on, on smaller people sometimes. You just go stand, exactly. a little, stand a little closer to them, you know, really just dr- drive That's them exactly, nuts. Exactly, yeah. They'll sometimes try to come around the corner quick on me and, like, while I'm sitting, talk to me. And I'll be like, wait one second, and I'll make sure to stand up so I can tower over them. And then say, "What is your problem now?" You know? yeah. And their tone, their tone changes. It's amazing. It really can change people. So, <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, thank you so much, Steve, for uh, coming in and uh, telling us all about the your exploits of uh, you know, look at touching the stars. You know, smelling yeah, the smelling the, other, smelling the other, cleaning out the smokestacks. You know, <laughs> it's always a pleasure to talk to you guys. Oh, real quick before you go, favorite building yeah. to climb. Favorite what? Building to climb. Favorite building to climb? The Monadnock building in Chicago. Thank you, buddy. All right. No problem. Strange. Very specific answer. That was good. Right. All right. Have a good one. Listen to Skulk the Hulking whenever you get a chance. Um where 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 people get, where can people find your music, Steve? Uh people can find it. Uh it's on Spotify. It's on Bandcamp. Just look up Skulk the Hulking, and you can hear me scream at you just like I do to these partners here at work. Hell yeah. And if you like it, go to iTunes and buy the album. Help out the old guy. And you're recording a new one, and it should be out. Yes, the, sir. I'm, right now, I'm in the middle of recording at Backroom Studios with uh, some awesome people. I'm excited. It's going to be a full band album. It's going to be pretty aggressive. It's gonna be fun. Rock and roll, buddy. Fucking keep, awesome. Keep being big. We'll keep we'll keep listening. Thank you all for having me on. All right. Bye, Skulkers. Take it easy. All right. So very good. So what do you think? Do you think people uh, learned about uh what it's like, you know, and being going a little to insight? Town? Yeah, a little insight into the big mind, into the life of the big person. Sure. Uh, yeah. We talked to Steve. He seemed jolly. He had a good yep. time. So, Ben, I ask you the question again. Mm-hmm. Being big, 
Do you like it? I yes don't know or no? If he seemed jolly. He was hiding. He laughed conference. a bunch. He was he laughing laughed. the whole I'm not sure fucking that time. Jolly. I mean, you know. But uh, no, I was wearing. Uh, he mentioned um, a uh, new kids on the block shirt. I got all the hand me downs there. So all my my older brothers. I didn't know again. they made them in that size. Yeah, big. Yeah, I didn't get a new kids one, uh, but I got an InSync one because my older brother liked them and uh, Janet Jackson. And I, got, I had a shirt where Janet Jackson was having her uh, breast cut there by a person behind her. And that got me in an immense amount of trouble. That was a uh, Rolling Stone cover. It was a great shirt, great mm-hmm. cover. Yeah, it was beautiful. I, th- I thought she was so attractive. Lucky um, hands. Lucky hands, yeah. Lucky hands. Uh, lucky hands. Probably wasn't a, <laughs> probably not the hands of a person who really cared that much to be cupping uh, Janet Jackson's boobs. Uh, I, yeah. it, it, I mean, if it was like, you know, if the... It was a gay backup dance. Most likely, yes. Yeah, I would assume so. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, that was that was good stuff. That is it was that is another thing about being big. You can get away with wearing ridiculous shit for some reason. Yeah, a little I bit. Like, I put, cool, pur- put on a purple suit. And you're like, you look good. Yeah, I mean, you got a fuzzy bear thing going on, but it's not cool. You want to be cool, you know. And, uh, and, and if you're too big, and then you're wearing these sort of more, uh, but you, you know, a, a feminine shirts. But it, you it doesn't got a work crazy out. shirt collection. You, you I like wear crazy like, You like you got the bear astronaut. Oh, I love that barrister. I'm getting too. I'm too fat for most of my shirts right now, so I've got to lose some weight. Oh man, that's okay. Oh, but is, are you at your biggest right now? No, my biggest was be. 380 pounds. That's right. Yeah, I mean, I lost 160 pounds, and that's one of the interesting things. What too, made about- you? Did you lose it on purpose, or was it just drugs? No, I definitely lost it on purpose. I mean, I gained it on purpose, too, you know, because I always thought that John Candy was so funny, and I thought Chris Farley was so funny. Mm -hmm. And so I gained 160 pounds on purpose because I thought that would help with my comedy. And to some degree, I suppose that was true. And then I lost 160 pounds because I realized that I wanted to, uh, you know, not die uh, before I was 24 years old or something like that. And uh, I feel much better. Now I'm 280 pounds, so I'm certainly no... You know, I, I'm, I'm, there's still only two of me allotted on any elevator at any given time. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I was massive. So I was tall and fat um, to really a degree that was extremely unique and, uh, and unhealthy. You know, it's a, it's in a, you, you get in a weird crossroads because people seem to, like, root against you when you're so big in certain situations. Yeah. But then in other situations, people, everyone roots for you. You're like, if you try to, like, you know, run or something. Yeah, sure. If you, you know, try to, you try do, to anything do something that, normal, like a normal person does, yeah. they'll be like, "Oh, look at him doing it." You know, like dance. You know, like yeah. you know, something. You know, something like that. Oh man, if I could do the splits or break out of any sort of, uh, you know, ter- uh, stereotypical, um, uh, you know, stereotype. People about- lost their mind when Chris Farley do a cartwheel. Yeah, because he wasn't supposed to be able to. He looked so out of shape. But in reality, you know, he has a body much like our friend Henry Zabrowski, five foot seven, little legs, good and nimble. Yeah. They're able to dance with uh with a with a body type like that. Man, you know? Henry's great in heels. Great in heels. I don't know if you've ever seen him in heels. It's very it's disturbing. He I'm can sure. just go he can do anything he wants in high heels. I'm sure he can. You ever try heels? No, my older heels? brother does the heels. I, I never saw him. We were there vacationing with him uh, in Florida over Christmas. I didn't try on any of the heels, uh, but I would assume I would look, uh, you know, fine. I, I think my my butt would would be sore. It's it's hard on the it's hard on the glutes. Really? Is that yeah. what it is? That's the thing, and that's why that's why people look so good in heels when it comes to their buttocks. I got a Charlie horse this morning. Yeah. Oh, I'm not trying to do anything like that. <laughs> um, but no, to Steve's sentiment, uh, that's pretty much it. You know, it helps with uh, with people in power. You know, I was working over there at Fox News for the past year mm-hmm. uh, in 2016, so I'd always be in the elevator with Bill O'Reilly, and Bill O'Reilly is exactly my height. Yeah, he's big, um, too. I ran into him once. Yeah, he's tall, my height, 6'7". Yeah. 
And uh, so that was nice just to be able to stare him in the eyes. And, uh, you know, he's one of those guys you could tell was really into, uh, you know, using their size to make themselves feel more powerful and make people feel in- insecure. Uh, but that's the number one thing that I don't like about tall people uh, or what uh, if tall people do do that. But I also don't like um, when it's placed upon you. It happens all the time where little people or normal sized people. Uh, hell, anyone under 6'6", I guess in my situation, is like, oh, you make me feel so small, you make me feel so in, uh, inferior. That always bothers me, and it bothers me when tall people, uh, you know, project that kind of ideal onto uh, and, uh, onto smaller people as well. So, Does it bother you when just, people ask you to get things down for them? No, I like that. If I'm in a grocery store or a deli and somebody mm-hmm. needs help getting usually toilet paper products or any sort of paper product or paper plates, um, I like to get stuff down for them. I like to help out as much as possible. But, you know, you can't ask a little person to get the bacon out of the bottom of the tray there. Why not? Uh, when you, because it's just too inappropriate. We can also bend down. Yeah, that's you know? a, you know, I really, but I still, it's a further trip. It is a further trip. It's exhausting. Your back might go out at any given time, and then next thing you know, you're in the freezer section, and they're serving you as the meat. Uh, <laughs> it, it could be a total nightmare. But, you know, when I first got here, I was forced to bounce at bars for three years. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to be a bartender. I didn't know The how hardest to... job in the world is bouncing at a bar, man. Oh, people are terrible. Everybody I mean, wants to talk you know to who, you. You, you know don't who's... know who you hate more, people who like you or people who hate you. I like the people who like me. I hate, for me, it was the, uh, it was the collegiate in- individuals it was mm-hmm. the people in college they were such pricks this is when i first this yeah, is when i moved everything here, so they I was do after- is like they're doing you a favor oh, just by showing a, up it was all nyu kids i mean they couldn't have been more offensive and rude and there was a fight that i had to stop because some girl was upset with some dude for playing big buck hunter because she thought that he was killing deer <laughs> uh i swear to god i mean it was like it was insane <laughs> Uh, so there was a lot of madness and, and then just people being rude for no reason because I think it's because they feel insecure. Mm-hmm. So then they they overcompensate and they're just rude and you're like, I don't, you know, whatever, man. You get forced out. into these positions where you don't want to necessarily be like a, a bouncer. Yeah. You know, you're forced. I didn't to want to be, be a, a bouncer. bouncer. Yeah, definitely not. At no point in my life did I ever want to be a bouncer. I got kicked out of all the bars. I was the guy getting kicked out. And yeah. then I had to be the uh, the guy. Uh, escorting people out sometimes, but I was very, I was, I was pretty polite there. So. All right, buddy. Well, thank but, you so much. Well, thank you. And I would say overall, for all the big listeners, I do love it. Uh, as you grow older, uh, being tall and being big in general isn't as bad or as difficult as it is when you're a kid because you do get to seen with a little bit, like you know, because you have. I mean, yeah, it's an ultimate minority group. You know, no one talks about it. There is, there's just oh, very, there very is few big tall man people. hate in the world, a and I've witnessed it a bunch of times. And there's not a lot of big men or big women, you know. Especially, I think Steve really did hit it on the head. It's tough for these tall women specifically. I mean, it's yeah. not easy, and uh, so a little empathy goes a long way because everyone's just trying to make it through this world. And none of this was, uh, you know, we I didn't decide any of this stuff. No one decided to be, mm-hmm. uh, you know, tall specifically. We have a little bit more control over our weight. But height specifically, that's all just that's all God given stuff. So yeah, and if you're smaller, please do not jump to conclusions that assume that all big people are horrible human beings. I that relate are to look for. I've had I relate to little pe- people more than I do uh, average size people. Uh, any extreme, I relate to. I'm like yeah. I'm six foot seven. Uh, if I see somebody who is like a little person, I'm like, I get it, dude. It sucks. It's just it's it's hard to be different. Man, I had people. I had I had some lady run from me just because I like took two turns that were similar to hers. She thought I was chasing her just because well, yeah, I'm a big were, monster. 
You were you know, flicking a knife the whole time. But I mean. it's sad, though. It's sad. It's like, oh, you know, don't run. You know, I'm nice. You know, I, I, I got, don't even want to talk to you. I got no problem with that self-preservation. Got if no Eddie is ever behind that. you, just run. What are you it, talking about? It happens to me, too. <laughs> you know, because, I, because what happens is. I walk fast. I walk fast. I, it's, I'm cold. I want to keep moving. So what I do in that situation, and I understand, it's usually obviously, uh, you know, one of a I more yelled, isolated. I yelled, story. I'm nice. Like, I yelled, I'm nice. <laughs> or I get, on, I get on my phone or pretend to get on my phone. And be like, yeah. So how's the cats? You yeah, know, something like that. <laughs> but I understand why someone would just hear like clop, 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 clop. You know, and then be like, I better move faster. I mean, I get the, uh, the you know, I had some, the reservation and the, and the desire to go fast. And they just see Eddie coming down the street. I'm just yeah. trying to get to work. The uh, I had I'm some, saying, I had some old black guy almost swing on me because he thought I was attacking him. I was like running across the street to get across yeah. the traffic, and then he turned around and he just like put put his fist back. And I was like, Hey man, be careful. And he's like, Oh. Oh, I thought you had to get me, man. <laughs> just like, no. I'm it just, happens. It's just miss trying to not get hit by a car. But at the same time, you know, if you do feel like you're in danger, always go fast. I have no problem with that. I don't demonize them for that. But it does hurt the feelings a little and bit. It, but who cares? Self-preservation, because you never know if there is a big maniac out there. All right, well. We'll, still, we'll, 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 we'll see. The jury's still in on that. Because I, I get into conversations with people. I remember this happened to me once or twice where someone I'll be, like, arguing about something. I'm like, oh, don't beat me up, man. Don't beat me up. And it's just because like, oh, yeah, well, I'm – you get that too, right? Yeah, of course. And it's the most aggravating thing in the world. It's like, why would – in what situation would a rational person just club you in the head? Well, there's a whole series of laws that stop us from doing it. <laughs> it's not appropriate. <laughs> We can, we'll do a whole episode on dismantling laws against tall people. Oh, man. All right. Well, taking us out today is a song by Skulkla Hulking. Uh, whatever one we end up picking from the album, please go listen to it. Download that. Uh, Mr. Ben Kissel, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Eddie. You, and you can hear Ben Kissel on the brighter side this week. <laughs> or, That's uh, right. You just did. You just Technically, did. you just, just did. did. And yeah. Abe Lincoln's Top Hat Roundtable, last podcast yep. on the left, of course. Uh, uh, good old buddy. Thank you so much again. Thank you, buddy. And Mary Kelly and Ahmed mm-hmm. Larson. And that'll do it. This has been the brighter side of Cynics Look at Optimism. Can't wait to hear back from CNN Amber soon. See you guys later. Thank you very much for listening. That has been the brighter side of Cynics Look at Optimism. Please you can join us here every week at Cave Comedy Radio and all the other great shows on Cave Comedy Radio. Taking us out tonight is Skulk the Hulking with his party song. We're going to tell you all, enjoy yourselves, live your... Hold on a second. That's not Skulk the Hulking. Oh, no. No. It's the Jumbo Shrimp.
like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com.